Welcome back to another episode of Talking Trash. This is your host, Mihir. And this week on the podcast, we've got Dhruv. He's an old friend of mine from school. And our topic for this week is the rise of Daisy hip hop. If you've been enjoying these podcasts, it would mean the world to me if you leave a like. Make sure you follow the podcast for notifications when we release new episodes. And now, to the podcast. So, welcome to the podcast, guys. This is Talking Trash with me here. And today, I've got Dhruv Sage with me today. He is an old friend from, well, not from school, but we used to go to the same tuitions. So, welcome, Dhruv. How are you? Hi, thanks, man. Thanks for having me. I'm fine. How are you doing? I'm good, bro. I've just had dinner, so I'm actually quite full. Oh, that's fine. I'm also stuffed my lunch. Yeah. So, Dhruv, do you want to want to go go over a little bit about how how we've been friends? So, usually, you know how people overseas they don't really go to tuitions, do they? So, in yeah, in, okay. So it's okay. Yeah. Okay, then I'll explain it a bit. Okay, you it's go. Like yeah. a bit of an extra class that you do after school, and that's where me and Mihir met at a tuition of chemistry. If I'm not wrong, that's where we first yeah. met, and then we kind of knew each other, and then. Little over the time our friendship started, and then he repeated the idea for me to join in the podcast. And I suggested, like, I'll go with some topic that's a thing, but it's not spread. Like, people are still not aware about it, but that's happening in India. So he was like, "Okay, like, we'll go with this. We'll go with this thing, and let's see how the conversation starts." So basically, I pitched the idea, and he said, "Like, let's go." Yeah, because essentially I'll talk about anything that I can do a little bit of research on, and uh, we're talking about Desi hip hop today. Yeah, man, it's my new thing. <laughs> so, what has how how did you come across Desi hip hop, bro? So basically, you see, everyone in the life has heard those amplified, like, right? Desi mm-hmm. hip hop. Yeah, and everyone, I think, every nineties kid, I heard that. So for me, mm-hmm. it was the thing. But I didn't knew back then it was Desi hip hop. Yeah. And another thing that caught me hooked was this Raftar track with Manch music. And uh-huh. then, then little over the time I started listening to some stuff. And the main thing that got me into this was a Divine track in Indian Netflix original series Sacred Games. The track was Calm Purchase. Mm-hmm. After that, I was I, totally I, into this. Absolutely love. Come purchase. I, I was just listening to it this morning. Um, I went out for a little yeah, that, walk. That, um, that track is so. That track is so. Dope. It is so fire. Yeah, and then divine voice and everything that put me into the Desi hip hop. Then I started discovering other artists and stuff. Mm-hmm. And then you know the whole thing and the Gully Boy and all. So more apples came into limelight, and then I got to know more. Basically, I was tired of this remakes and stuff by Tony Kakka. <laughs> right. I won't let. I won't let. Yeah. So I wanted some direction. You know, music beats matter. Hello. Yeah, I can still hear. You can you hear me. Yeah, I can hear. Can yeah. Hear. So you were saying about so, music beats mattering. Yeah. So music beats matter to me, like, and the lyrics too, because hip hop is all about lyrics, man. You can't just say that music is good. So I'm listening to it. It's all yeah. about lyrics, man. So yeah, I like that thing. I agree, but to be to be completely honest, to be completely honest, I think when I first listen to something, say for example, um, 
let let's just go with cam patches right from with um yeah, okay okay cam patches i think when you first start listening to the music if you're not in, into the music you're not going to go and listen to the song i think that's what i find myself doing a, a lot of the time which is why i got a lot of really really good songs because i didn't like how it was how the music was made but when you go and go into the lyrics and stuff it is actually quite really quite good so again yeah, like uh, unless i like the music i don't go listen to the lyrics as 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 closely as like you say you do so again like, i don't know like I think Tampachis was was one of the songs that got me into Desi hip hop as well but I think back in the day like you said um Amplify was one the other one was um Blue Eyes with um Yo Yo Honey Singh Yeah man Blue Eyes Brown Rang all the songs Old Honey Singh songs I think Yo Yo Singh made made Desi hip hop like popular in, in yeah, those yeah. because it yeah. wasn't it wasn't as popular until yo yo honey singh came around was it no it wasn't see the thing was uh, it all started with bohemia if you know he's a punjabi uh-huh. uh, he's a canadian guy means punjabi with canadian uh, uh-huh. base bohemia yeah and he started everything basically he was the first guy to introduce dhh in india so yeah. he started everything but yeah. thing was he was limited because he used punjabi and like mm. all over india punjabi is not the main language so yeah. people won't understand him mm. and then this ani singh and all came into the scene and he started in hindi and then bollywood like his song and, and he got it so ani singh was the main influence for everyone yeah and i think after ani singh he kind of disappeared a little bit didn't he and we didn't really uh, yeah. into a lot of hip hop until until almost um, until um, gully boy came out right because that's that's when yeah, i yeah. got into hip hop when gully boy came out and ranveer singh did his no apna time aayega and mere gully me and all that st- sort of stuff but yeah. so i've i've got like a pl- uh, playlist on spotify which is purely just desi hip hop um, music like none of none of the oh, other hona okay. and all that stuff it is purely desi hip hop i've got raftar i've got gambari i've got um a bit of um gully boy songs as well i've got nazy i've got um who else do i have i've i've got a little bit of bachcha and i've got a little bit of um yo yo honey singh but mainly like those the up and coming rappers i've also got uh-huh. raja kumari i think raja kumari is highly under raja kumari yes she is if you don't know she is an emmy nominated writer raja yeah. kumari Mm-hmm. I don't remember the song, but she is Emmy nominated. Yeah, and I and I only recently got into listening to Raja Kumari though. Um, have you heard uh-huh. City Slums? Yeah, I heard City Slums. Her latest track NRI. I, I was liked her track with Shah Rukh. That was the best. I yeah, it it really was like within a within a week, guys. What's that? I was saying that her NRI just came like a week ago. Yeah, I was just listening to it this morning. This is the first time I heard it and I related to the lyrics so much, bro. It's like essentially you can't you can't you're kind of stuck in the middle and then you're yeah. like are you are you like Indian? Are you like non-Indian who like you're kind of in the middle and you don't know what you're doing sort of thing. Uh that's and if you don't know that was also the story of Hani Singh. Like yeah he did it yeah he did it in england but they were like you are more india and when he yeah. tried in india he was they were like 
your accent is english so you yeah. can't do it then he started uh-huh. on his own so that was basically his journey too yeah um i i don't know what the whole story with honey singh is though because i didn't know he was like he went to england and stuff yeah he had some influence like uh he studied there uh, i was uh, i think he made music outside india but oh. they denied it because he was indian that was a thing not very sure though but basically this was a thing nice but yeah like okay let's let's just go let's just have like a quick fire so what's your favorite what's your favorite song at this point like right now at this point there are a couple of songs that i like and like keeping apart those this tracks and stuff i like a rapper named karma he is signed under kalam kar and his new ep is super awesome right and i have i have a called kuch to log kahenge that i like uh-huh. recently right i have to listen to it because i haven't i haven't heard of him before yeah and what's the other one hello hello yeah, can you hear me yeah i can so what's what's the other one that you were talking about uh, there are a couple of artists that time listening to currently there is a sky mufa draga then there are some pakistani rappers talayunus talanj rap demon those guys are like pretty heavy uh-huh. i love that yeah and also that one yeah i mean i shared with you bali and I, that is like my one of my favorite i really really yeah yeah it was good it was um i think i've only heard it once though i think i might have to hear it again to kind of really enjoy the music because i was like you said because when you said like the lyrics are really really good i was only focusing on the lyrics i wasn't actually focusing on the music so i think i'll have to go back and listen to it again yes definitely there is this thing also the rolling yeah. that india has they are like super fire those beats man mm-hmm. love some beats you know i know have you heard ganpati i think who did ganpati i think by kambhari oh i forgot by kambhari yeah yeah, kambhari. yeah yeah i heard man i was so good yes, yes. i really it's really good, like good. it love that i think kambhari is coming like one of the big like he's i think he's going to be like the next raftar and bacha yeah, he's going to be a big thing it's he is 20 at the moment so he has a long way to go i know and he's already done sacred games which is quite nice hey? yes. like i i'm like man he's going to go far this also this one track with ranveer singh and four other rappers and it was for a brand i guess so he was also featured in that that track was also very nice okay which one which one uh, mm, i can't remember the name like ranveer singh featuring four other yes. artists okay I'll, i'll look it up and i'll see i'll see if if i can actually include it into the podcast as well so that the people listening can also listen to it yeah. but again like desi hip hop is has come a long way especially uh, after gully boy gully boy paved the way yes yes like many people started rapping and stuff and started uploading it where yeah. youtube or instagram or whatever the social media apps they use but it influenced lot of people yeah i think also it's after gully boy because they they feel like now that it's it's become like a mainstream sort of thing mm-hmm. now they feel like they they're more supported as well i think more more um production companies are also looking towards 
like signing other like rappers and stuff and definitely like they are going to be a big thing you know in the future i'm sure that those oh, yeah. collabs will the bollywood movies and stuff they are also going to come and that will also influence next 2 to 3 years there will be like super growing years for dhs oh absolutely absolutely look at what bachcha has done though like he's he came in from essentially nowhere yeah, yeah, he, yeah. he i think i like his music more than his lyrics but again like he's coming from like the era of honey singh he was essentially the one who took over honey singh yeah. and he's gone yeah. he's took this he kind of taken it up a notch as well so honey singh was like 100% and bachcha now is sitting at like 250% at at the point at this point in time yes 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 you're definitely right and the one thing is that bachcha gets featured in bollywood movies for basically his party tracks and stuff but there is this album yeah. uh, with sony or sony music that dropped last year uh-huh. go and give it a check right that has i will what what's it called interstellar or something like that if i'm not wrong bachcha's album is this I think I think I've heard one of the songs I don't remember it though but I think like like you said Bacha because he does a lot of Bollywood movies and because I watch a lot of Bollywood movies I've only heard of him in in like his mainstream songs or in in, in essentially Bollywood movies and party songs that he yeah. does so when Genda Phool came out I was I was so concerned that he's remade the Genda Phool from Delhi 6 and I was like if he's done it I'm not going to watch it ever again no. <laughs> But, but it, luckily it was i think it was it was still a remake of some other bengali uh, yeah, folk song or folk something song but it got criticized because they didn't give the credit that was the thing going on so he did what so basically you can remake a folk song okay any yeah. folk song any part of india you can remake and you can't give credit if you don't mm-hmm. want and there is not a problem but some people uh, yeah. the the writer who wrote the song uh, afterwards came out when it got hit that he has written it and nobody gave him any credits for it oh yeah yeah fair enough though. like imagine imagine you doing all the hard work and then someone comes in and makes some tweaks and then he goes crazy viral I, i also think like because it got famous and that track gained the full got famous because of whatsa that he came out or his story came out because that track was he made in mangali couple more times than bachcha did it so oh okay right everything you know yeah i mean again it's it's a little bit of politics in there as well but we won't get into that let's leave that let's leave that no, let's just leave it let's just leave that alone i don't think we really need want to go into politics yeah, okay, here yeah sure but yeah um i think the other thing i'm actually concerned about is with the rise of hip hop i think a lot of people are also becoming slightly more um relaxed in the terms of copying music and stuff with with the two most recent um remixes that oh, three most remixes that they've made one of them being das bahane 2.0 which i absolutely hated it was trash and the worst was masakali 2.0 um, I was just about to say that that was the other one I hated. Masakali 2.0 has lost all meaning. Like the the whole point of Masakali was based on the butterfly uh, sorry not butterfly. It was based on the um the, the pigeon, right? That that was, that was the point of Masakali. And I think AR Rahman came out and also was talking about 
how he spent a year with this team coming up with the composition with the music mm-hmm. to make to make sure it fits the song and fits the context of the movie and then they Tanish Bakshi has gone ahead and he's kind of just tweaked the music he's changed the whole lyrics except keeping the music and like the main main um hook of the song and made it so unbearable yeah. i i can't watch it i can't listen to it it's anymore it's the first time yaar rehman came out for his song the it happened previously also like yaar rehman tweeted about his song being remade by bollywood this is not the first time which which other person they remade i'm not sure but this was the second song that he came out for one another song was remade uh-huh. by tanish pakshi i guess It's it's not Chengya Chengya. I I hope they haven't remade Chengya Chengya yet. Oh, well, they yeah, don't. Don't worry. I know. I, it's just something I'm more concerned about because Chengya Chengya is is like ever evergreen. Like you can't not listen to Chengya Chengya and like just imagine Shahrukh Khan just you know shaking his head on on the train, right? Like the whole same as live in front of us on Sunday, but can't understand. I know. There are so many songs. I'm so scared that Bollywood T series go- is going to remake and completely butcher. I think one of the other ones is um, Kalhona Ho. I have I have a very bad feeling that they're gonna go go ahead and remake that. They might, they might. You never, you never. They are like a giant now. Nobody is going to think that. I know. Not an individual. I know. They. Yeah. I don't think anyone is going to stand up to them that's the thing because they're so big and because they're so powerful I don't think anyone's going to stand up to T series actually some guy I think the only one who could stand up was PewDiePie and PewDiePie has now been left behind as well Hello Yeah can you hear me got disconnected sorry Oh sorry guys we're having we're having technical difficulties but I think what the recording should yeah. come through so yeah pretty like uh, stood up to him but our indian youtubers and some people made it a uh, indian thing and culture thing and stuff like that yeah i think yeah i, I think, think it, eventually pewdiepie was just with it but then after like it got into really really big yeah, news yeah. i think then it in against india versus pewdiepie sort of thing and then it just you just lose all meaning with yeah. it right like t series doesn't care they make millions of dollars bro like they don't Obviously, give a shit they are they are dropping two to three songs daily and some dialogue promos from movie and stuff so they don't really care about what pewdiepie is doing it's the audience that really matter i know now t series made swag se swagat right like from tigers and tigers in the hair no Ha, Tigers in Dai. They made they released that track on YouTube and I think it's garnered over 600 million views. None of PewDiePie's videos have made 600 million views though. That's what I'm saying. With one track they made 600 million views. Imagine how big is that? Definitely amazing. They are like not only earning from YouTube, they are earning from movies, the songs sell to other apps. So they they don't Yeah, I don't care. But they and also also earning from people who make reaction videos so people like jabby koe ask stupid stupid reactions and stuff now i don't know how big you're into reaction videos but i follow two major ones which is jabby koe and our stupid reactions um those two reaction channels have have actually 
popped up really, really big. Like they've made quite a, quite a few reactions and and like all that sort of thing okay. towards India specifically. Okay. And I think they they've also noticed that with T series, every time they they release something, T series just goes ahead and blocks them yep, like yep. straight away. They don't they don't even you can't, to you can't publish even them on the song for like two to three seconds. You get a copyright strike right away. Yeah. Right away. ask you yeah to take it down or they take down the whole like because oftentimes what happens is like the smaller channels go under the radar but as soon as you get to like 200,000 300,000 subscribers they you get noticed as what well, as much as well yeah, yeah. even though because i've seen other smaller youtube reaction video channels who have posted like the whole videos and they don't really have a major issue with them but as soon as you get like big then you start getting those copyright strikes and stuff because i don't think youtube is too worried about the smaller youtube channels i don't think yeah, they actually the right. algorithm yeah, no, shows see the biggest proof is like so, uh, recently yeah. this copied two songs from independent artists they uploaded it today they copied the song the whole song there's this guy named ritwik he's like a dj if you were following uh, ib you would know that yeah. this like would they came out and it got super popular after that uh, uh-huh. he got really famous and made some breaks in the group if you have time to listen to him he's a very nice artist the song of yeah. this that they copied steve is copied and put it in the movie pati patni aur wo then there is just another foreign artist right and he made a song titled do you love me that was copied in bagi 3 if i'm not wrong yeah that was a bagi 3 oh that song right i heard yeah i heard about that song being remade yeah yeah, yeah. those were those things were done without the consent of artists they just blatantly copied the thing yeah yeah and to be perfectly honest i think isn't that how t series started though I guess back in the day they were still promoting artists and stuff but then it's like a family history if you want to go and take that grey up. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah, but I think I think what the, I was, I'm trying to say is I think T-series when they initially started when they first started before they got big. I think they used to sell pirated DVDs and music yeah, and stuff. I have no idea. I have no idea about that. I think that that's what I've heard. I'm I'm not sure how true this is though. But that's what that's what I've heard from a lot of people. I I don't know. I think they are just like the record labels back in the day just giving chance to some artists and to make the albums and stuff. Yeah. But anyway, coming back yeah. to Desi Hip Hop. I think we've just digressing a, a little bit. But coming back to Desi Hip Hop. Um yeah. That's okay. I think I think this is why the podcast is on because sometimes we can digress sometimes we will we'll eventually come back to what the point was. Yeah. So anyway, um tell me about what you think Desi Hip Hop is going to be like in the next 2-3 years. Do you think it's going to still be in the same place or is it going to be um you know where where else is it no, going to go? No, I guess it's like it's going pretty big, you know. Divine Divine is currently signed under the label Mass Appeal India and Nas is co-signed that come on that record label with Divine so that is a very big thing for for right. THS Nas is uh, 
legend yes. in the game and i think it's going to grow mm-hmm. because you know some international collaborations are on the way i am pretty sure about that because we have very uh-huh. very dope writers artists in dhs i think here from here from collabs yeah. and all all the buzz around the thing is going to escalate it's not going down mm-hmm. people are going to know about this and i hope it and, does uh thing is like you can go you can get whatever you want all the tracks are there if you want low five is there trap is there some guy with english verses and stuff you got brodavi you got khasi bloods from north east so there are, there are all kinds of rappers yeah. now so they are not going back yeah i know and so we haven't actually mentioned brother v a whole lot in this podcast but can we just give him a special sure. mention brother v um with his i think um one i really enjoy he's done with rastar yeah. with um nachnika shock i i really really yeah, like that song is really that song is really nice i like it is it is fire it is absolute yeah. fire bro and the other one wow. is actually um the one they did uh, a collaboration with um Yep. Jordan Indian Vanko uh, that song is fun I know it's funny I know it's supposed to be funny and stuff but I I really really like the yeah, music the music is nice but didn't yeah the music is great. I I agree I think brother V is is one of those uh, pop stars who's going to like pop all of a sudden and people are going to be like oh I was hearing him before he got famous and everything but you, you know like people people like that just come around yeah. eventually and i think he'll be like like i said with with kambari he's going to be one of the other ones that come up and get into bollywood and stuff yes definitely broda v is an artist is an artist who has given 10 years to the game he's like you yeah. know some uh, artists used to battle it out on orkut and back in the day in 2006 when orkut was a thing they used to rap battles on orkut by texting the lyrics and stuff the bars and battle over there and after that they did cypher and stuff in 2009 2010 and there's uh, some some of the guys used to do club show back in the day like rapper named krishna he signed kalamkast he's he's given about 12 14 years to this game man so like they are getting recognition now and but can, can we just digress for one second and can we just say Orkut was something that was so popular in 2006 and now there's there's nothing like that it's almost just completely wiped out of our yeah, memories. Thing, like Facebook Facebook can people. we give it to Orkut? This is us just taking a moment of silence for Orkut. <laughs> so Orkut was actually officially gone from 2006 because no one else cared yeah, for that, it. That was really nice. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah um okay coming back to the point because i think if we start talking about facebook and orkut it's just i could just go on and on and on about how facebook, facebook kind of killed orkut and all that. so that, that's an episode for another another season Not another episode probably end. but So you were saying something yeah, I was saying that those those guys came from that you know just imagine like betting out in Orkut and doing club show in 2009 2010 when pretty much nobody knew about this hip hop is a thing and then grinding all these years yeah. like doing side hustling and then 
saving money to record the stuff coming all this mm-hmm. year and now they are yeah. finally getting recognition so that's a big thing for them absolutely can we also mention emiway i think you haven't mentioned emiway uh, bro okay so this this personal little thing i don't like him that much i respect the artist but okay what why is it so personal see it's like all about respect and stuff you know uh, the uh-huh. he, eventually the gali boy got a hype because the beef between raftar and emiway started so it really heated up the things but you right. know if you compare the lyrics and stuff right raftar oh power and but the people liked his beats his producer tony james shout out to that guy it's like super dope and mm-hmm. but amy came out with everything yeah. you know he and sight and stuff uh-huh. and then gali boy dropped and then a whole lot of things happened but you know things like if a rapper says something on his track i think he got to follow it up and i think i mean doesn't do that so i don't like him that that's a personal yeah. thing fair enough like you know you got your own choices personally i've listened to emiwe and i only just made, like only rate him from his songs i don't know how he's like a person or i haven't really looked done a lot of research on him but from what i listen to him on in his songs i enjoy him and and i enjoy his songs and stuff so yeah his music if if i had to rate anyway he he's not like the best but i don't think he's like horrible leader i think he's just doing really really well for himself yeah. and he's 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 independent right yeah. he, he hasn't signed with anyone yeah, he, he he hasn't signed any oh. uh, but in the beginning he went to couple of record labels but they said no we can't sign you and stuff so he started his own hustle and i respect for his hustle respect for his hustle, no doubt man. but i do believe that there are many great artists apart from amiwe like you listen to amiwe i have no problem but i would suggest like listen to him but once a day give chance to another dhs guy who is underrated there are so many good guys with best lyrics who can like how smart mva on the track and stuff but they are still not recognized so mm-hmm. i it's funny you say that because i think i've got an analogy for this as well because i do you watch a lot yeah, of wrestling so it's it's sort of like wwe right there's like the big company that looks after everything it's like an umbrella so all the wrestlers come under wwe say for example mm-hmm. not everyone is going to get used as well you can see so the ones you listen to are being pushed by the company say if, oh sorry the ones you're seeing on tv are pushed by the company roman reigns john cena um drew mcintyre all those sort of people yep. right the other ones who go under radar have have to really push hard and and some develop some sort of kind of um hustle or some sort of like something that can get them into the limelight like our truth now i don't know how how kif um how close yeah, you been following it, yes, wwe right. when i was 2010 if i'm wrong yeah yeah so he's he he got the 24/7 so i don't know if if yeah. you're aware he's got a 24/7 champion that he made famous which was a ho- like horrible belt it was completely awful when it first got released but because it was our truth and because he paid so much he he did he put in so much effort i think he's made it one of the most yeah, kind of, um not 
one of the most popular belts in, in WWE. And that, that's what I'm saying. You've got a lot of rappers in, in the game. You can only listen to so many that are being pushed. But then again, there's once in a moon, once in a blue moon, like there's some rapper going to come out who ha- doesn't have a lot of backing and goes completely to the moon. Like he blows the roof okay. off sort of thing. Anyway, uh, do you want to discuss any other rappers though? Because I think that's that's all the rappers I know. What, what are the other things that you want to discuss for Daisy Hip Hop? Daisy Hip Hop, see, I want to just say a couple more things. Like, if you're interested, like there are there are genres, you know, then there is this guy named Forty Seven. Just listen to his track. It's like you chilling with her boys in Gandhinagar and stuff. The kind of slang you use while talking, uh-huh. it puts it into songs and uh-huh. give, it, give it to you like in a really nice way. So that guy is doing an amazing stuff. Nice. He's basically based on Delhi, so he uses his Delhi slangs in a song and compiles it with your day-to-day life and uh-huh. stuff. Then give it to you. So that yeah. guy is doing an amazing job, and those kind of guy, if you like listening to, they are nice. And there is this guy named Bali. He is also from Delhi. He he makes strikes, and they are funny. Mm-hmm. He comes up with a situation, and then makes it strike you all around stuff. And like that, that's so nice and funny, and you can enjoy it. Really. You can bang your speakers in the car and have the good lyrics, good beats at the same time. You know. And there are yeah, absolutely. a couple of artists where it's like their writing skills are really high. And you means I'm mm-hmm. definitely 100% sure if you give it one listen, you won't understand the whole track. I'm sure about that. There are some yeah. artists. <laughs> and Krishna is one of them, Mufad is one of them, Karma. They are uh-huh. Yeah. There are some good rappers. You can give it a try. And I will, I will. I think what, what I might get you to do is just ask you to send me some of the songs that you want me to listen to, and I will listen to them as, as soon as I get some, yeah, get the chance. I'm ready to do that. Hi. Yeah. So just send them through, send them through, and I'll listen to them tonight. If you can send me, send it to me in the next half an hour, I'll, I'll listen to them before I go sure, to sleep. Sure, today. sure, I'll send it to you. I'll send some of the books that you can explore on your own. I don't mind. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Like again, I, I do like listening to a lot of mainstream music, but if, if I get interested in some of the other rappers that you're gonna sing to me, I think it's just expanding my my kind of taste in music yeah. as well. That's right, that's right. You know, like you need to give everything a chance. Like whatever. Yeah. And music is universal. I can I can recommend it to a lot of other people I know over here as well, because again, I think if the lyrics they may not understand, but I think if the beat is nice, then I think they'll be able to appreciate the music as well. So not not everything is yeah, lyrics, but music. I'd, I'd say lyrics and forty percent music is, is what I'd be looking I know this, but you know what's funny? Despacito wasn't as popular until Justin Bieber remade it. Kind of, kind of, yes. Like I have lost the track because I wasn't because China, so that's like. Cut off from the world was happening. I just listen to track and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. So I think with Despacito, it only got the the popularity it got once the, Justin Bieber was involved yeah. in the remix. Because the one that got popular was was the remix version. It wasn't the one with just Louis Fonsi. 
because I don't know how many people have gone back and listened to just Despacito because the one that Justin Bieber remade was the one that got extremely popular because of his because it's Justin Bieber. Now, but I think the original track has now more than couple billion streams without Justin Bieber in it if I'm not wrong. That's on Red Blue. Oh, it would it would now because it's how long has it been? It's been 2 years since that yeah, song, right? Couple of years, couple of. I think yeah. Yeah, I think it's been a couple of years since the song. So what I would assume would have happened was Despacito with the remix got big uh-huh. and then people found out that it was a remix so they must have gone back and listened to the original one. Yep. That that's what I would because that's that's what happens when I listen to a remade uh-huh. song. So when Das Bahane oh. came out, right? I listened to the shit that Das Bahane Das Bahane 2.0 was and then I was like no I hate it absolutely hate it so I went back and listened to the original which was 10 times better you can't compare those two songs when come on you can't compare no comparison at all I, that's trash the reason I'm comparing <laughs> the reason I'm comparing is because it's it's a bit of nostalgia you, as well you know like we used to grow on the songs absolutely like I think Das Bahane was one of the most popular songs yeah. I've heard throughout yeah. my childhood. Like anywhere like because in parties I was, and everywhere, you know, everywhere you go, birthday parties or other parties and stuff, this is a song they will play and everyone's on the stage and stuff. Because I wouldn't know. I was in New Zealand when Das came out in 2006, okay. I think. So I I watched it I watched it in New Zealand and you know how I watched it I didn't go to the theater I we used to have a VCR uh-huh. player at home and we used to get I think every Friday we used to go to one of the um places that used uh-huh. to like get VCRs in in Bollywood movies and stuff and I used to go and get one of those and bring it home That's and so watch nice. it at home That's how I I watched my oh, Bollywood movies from 2003 2003 to 2007 okay. So for year every Friday would get go get a movie um I'd go with my dad and get a movie come back and watch it at home on Friday oh, night that's so nice that that, that was my Friday night for four years Usually I started watching movies after getting into college professional I used to watch but not that much before that but still watch a couple of movies you know yeah I mean movies once a month or stuff like that yeah Yeah I mean the thing is because the studying system in New Zealand and in India is so different because for the first major difference is in India we still go to school on a Saturday yeah. right like no no one's going to go to school on a Saturday no, over here definitely nobody yeah because we've got we've got a weekend right so saturday sunday are holidays and oftentimes what what would happen is if it's a public mm-hmm. holiday and it's um, falling on a sunday or a saturday like okay. over the weekend it'll get pushed back okay so monday you'll have a public holiday so you get a long weekend so you've got friday you've got half a day essentially because once you're back from school at around 3:00 so after 3 you've got half a friday saturday sunday monday so you've got essentially three and a half days of doing nothing and oftentimes you wouldn't have homework on the weekend because you would have finished it early so then you're just sitting at home doing nothing for three and a half days so you go you go watch a movie and then you go watch pokemon and stuff oh, man, on the weekend so i just hope i, just I know those days were in india so i could enjoy more you know 
because here it's like studies are the main thing you know they prioritize over everything i know and you, you know it's it's still the same i think it will take time we students are under a lot of pressure to get good grades and i will never understand that because as a student yes i do understand the importance of knowledge but the knowledge and studying in grades are completely different they're two different things you can still have knowledge without actually studying or having good grades because knowledge is something that you understand the concept yes, of grades is just something that's, that's kind of you know given to you for being able to expel information that you've been taught that's right actually you know like but i don't think like anytime soon our education system in india is going to change uh answer about the future i highly doubt that it's going to change but i think it it should i think there needs to be a change yeah, um hopefully it would hopefully in next 10 to 15 years absolutely let's see i i really think that it should be in the next 5 years um i think the prime minister I don't want to say the name because everyone knows who he is but the prime minister really needs to take initiative into changing changing the the schooling system because with the way every everything's going children like 5 year olds right like 5 year olds 6 year olds 7 year olds are under a lot of pressure to get good grades bro like there's competition in in getting into a kindergarten like how dumb exactly. is that exactly there is a range of grades for that also what is like 4 year or 5 year old going like to and then on this they're going to decide like go to kindergarten that's stupid but what that's the thing like what is the point of of sending a child for a competition to get into kindergarten where then they're going to teach you how to study like you could just as well do it at home that's the thing and for those for those kind of kindergartens and stuff the fees are also so so high like an average kid can't afford it you know i it's it's honestly i'd rather i'd rather just stay at home and chill and just like play games and like learn how to walk and all that sort of thing cuz okay learning how to walk is is like the first two years of your of your life but uh, yeah, yeah, you know what i mean right like excuse me um i don't have covid i'm just coughing because of my throat got dry sorry, sorry. um so, I think it's just really annoying to me that oftentimes students are put a lot are put under a lot of pressure just because the parents want them to have good yep, grades. Yep, yep. And I think it's really really important for good grades aren't the only I thing. think like the 90s kids and when they come to the parenting stuff our generation is going to understand this point and I hope at that time this education system will be nice also. but considering up yeah, i guess that's what the cm that's what they were trying to teach us as kids and you know what i tend to say hopefully in the i agree and i agree with you in that point that you know um when the when our parents were brought up their situation was different and they're only teaching us what they know or they've known so there's no way that they can they yeah, can kind of know what know what what, what is it what's going to happen yeah yeah and i think they were also brought up with a um safety mentality that 
you know, you gotta, you gotta get a safe job. You gotta earn money. You gotta do this. You gotta do that. You have to do this at a specific time. But I think now that has changed into more flexible options of you can study yes, if you yes, want, yes, you can do this, you can like, do this. You can now it's business. changing according to yeah. things that whatever you feel your vibe is, whatever you feel you can chill and do your work and grind at the same time, you do that thing. Now I think now is the time when people can switch and, to this. And I, I agree with that, but I, to an extent, because I think the other thing is you have to try something to know whether or not you like it and whether whether or not you're yep. good at it, because that's something I, I learned from um, Gary Vaynerchuk. Now, I don't want to get too much into into like the entrepreneurship and stuff, but essentially from what I've been hearing from him in the last about a okay. year or so is you have to try things to really understand what you like and what you don't like because oftentimes you might assume that you, you like something until you've tried it and you might then understand that no you don't like it as much as you thought you did and then you want to do something else so you might even eventually end up doing something that you hadn't thought that you would like but you really really enjoy it and are passionate about it once you've actually started yeah, that's, start that's doing right. it that's right like technically in speaking and stuff that's actually right that's what it's the way like things will go how he has described it you know you mm -hmm. can't possibly know what it takes yeah. to do a certain thing without trying it you can just imagine exactly exactly and i think because indian parents aren't brought up on that kind of thinking it's hard for them to grasp when someone says oh i want to be a photographer or oh, i want to be like an actor or like a musician yeah, or something because it doesn't it like the um the pre preconceived um career choices that they have because what they were brought up with is like lawyers doctors yeah. engineers computers That's computer scientists people now in this age and day of social media, you know, like our exposure is wide. We can see what's happening all over the world and like we can get idea how we can convert our passion yeah. into our earning source and stuff. So things are changing, you know. I know. Bro, think of TikTok, right? Oh like people on TikTok and like on Vine six years ago, right? Vine is six, I think it died yeah, six, years ago, six years ago. But imagine those people have gone. I know, but like those those videos were about six seconds yeah. long, right? So those people have gone vines to musically to TikTok, and look how far they've come. Like they're popular, like super crazy popular, right? And they're getting ads, and they're making thousands and millions millions of dollars doing TikTok and all ads and stuff. So it's not like you can't make money off of it. It's just you have to be really passionate about what you want to do. And this is now a possibility, especially with India having more internet speed and more accessibility as well. Can you hear me? It looks like Dhruv's internet has gone kaput. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to end the podcast here. If you've enjoyed the podcast, please recommend it to your friends and family. And don't forget to like, share and subscribe to Talking Trash, the greatest ever podcast that anyone has ever made.